Stewart, editor-in-chief of ComicallyInclined.com and your host for this show. And I am Blake Hickman, the digital media director. And also, to let you know, Danny did write that intro, not me, so... It was important enough to cut me off. It was. I am Brittany Shelton, the social media manager. Or, Boom. Or as we all call her, BS. So. And this uh-huh. week we also have the our one good that friend makes up the content. De- Deontay Lifter in the studio with us. Deontay, say hi to the nice folks. How are you guys doing? I'm sorry in advance. We're, we're glad to have you here. So we just had CapeCon 2023. Two, yeah. almost said 2023. We just had CapeCon 2022 this last weekend, and uh, we met Deontay there. And he uh, he also you have a podcast called Saturday Night Nerds. Is that correct? Absolutely, oh, love it. Uh, we have a Facebook group. As get up well, on your mic. So, oh, let me get on this mic for you guys. <laughs> so Saturday Night Nerds is basically a Facebook group. We have social media as well. Uh, we just pretty much a group of veterans that came together. Uh, we talk about Star Wars, Marvel, DC, anime, and uh, we just been working from the ground up. And uh, we met you at the Comic Con, and we've uh, took a lot of interest in comically inclined. And now I'm here. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us. Well, um, after actually, today, I may be looking for a new po- po- podcast to be on. So I, I said that, know. and then as you were talking, it occurred to me that I am on Saturday Night Nerds on the Facebook group. Uh, oh, really? I believe you are as well, Blake. Probably am. Yeah. I uh, well, I literally was being... just looking that up because I was like, yeah. man, that sounds really familiar. We we follow Saturday Night Nerds, and I actually believe Blake's the one that invited me to it, so it's funny that he can't remember. <laughs> um, Nick Beck, our first commenter of every show, says, if we weren't supposed to eat ass, then why does it come between two buns? Yeah. Mm. These are the questions that. that we need to be asking. Uh, and Brittany said that is probably gonna... my favorite one out of the ones you did. The last one that worth the last podcast, not a favorite of. But this one, I you get the Shelton approval <laughs> on this one. So Shelton's seal of approval on that one. Uh, so Blake, uh, we got uh, a new episode of She-Hulk, which I imagine will be breaking down just a little bit. But do yeah. you want to give us some rumors and yeah. news? Let's fire up the rumor mill. So, so this week on uh, Rumor Mill, oh. starting off, we have... Come on. Shish, come on. Yes, we that is exactly it. S-A-L-A-M-O-N-E is shish, come on. They know how to say it right, but the truth is they don't. <laughs> I'm sorry. Are we doing Rumor Mill? No. Are we doing Rumor Mill? No. I've done announced it. Oh, well, let's do Rumor Mill. <laughs> so uh, we have Lake Bell. We've been funny if you'd have introduced it again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, blooper. Burp. Yeah. Uh, Lake Bell played the voice on What If, uh, Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow, which obviously was not Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow. It was Lake Bell's. No. So, uh, we actually see her jumping out of a helicopter holding the gun in the new Wakanda uh, Forever trailer. So really makes you wonder what route they're going to go. Are they just going to throw her as a Black Widow or a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent? Or is this just a little cameo that she asked for? So cameo. They gave it? I'm sorry. Hmm? She said cameo. cameo. Okay. That's what I said, cameo. Yeah. I was agreeing with you. Oh, yeah. oh, you're saying it's cameo. Gotcha, gotcha. She wasn't correcting you. I felt like she was correcting with that tone of her voice. No, was. I was just... Uh, so, no, yeah. So, really, it's really curious exactly. to see, though, with her being you. in What If playing a Black Widow, like, what what is she going to be? Is she going to be someone main or anything like that? So, yeah. What do y'all think? I, I think it would be interesting to see her appear as a Black Widow, but I don't see them doing that in Wakanda Forever. If I had to guess, I'd say maybe she's going to be... Uh, a shield agent or or some sort of special operative that's yeah. in in league with the the Doctor Doom led military squad that's trying to steal the vibranium. Yeah, yeah I, I, honestly, I think she's on top of that uh, thing in the middle of the ocean, that rig, 
and she's actually jumping a helicopter where a lot of those military people are hopping out of. So I'm really thinking it's just going to be a cameo, honestly. Uh, she probably was like, hey, yeah, I'll do Black Widow if you let me do this. So, Yeah, I, I agree with the uh, Doctor Doom uh, team. Maybe she would be... I, I don't know, somebody that's associated with uh, Kang the Conqueror, maybe? Because mm-hmm. a lot of people are saying that it's going to be like a team-up between uh, Kang and Doom. Oh, but, okay. Yeah. Mm. So, so a lot, we'll have like a post-credit scene, and a rumor has it, a post-credit scene with Doctor Doom in it. And I think maybe Lake could be somebody associated with him. He like slipped in as a like a cell. Yeah, right. That'd be pretty cool. Also, want to say hi to our uh, human relations specialist and fact <laughs> fact checker extraordinaire Ben. Ben, thanks for joining us in the chat. Uh, Brittany, also, what Ben, do you think? I'm sorry in advance. You just think um, a cameo for Lake Bell? I think it's going to be a cameo, but I think she's going to be a special op in uh, Shuri's Black Panthers like battalion. I can't remember what the name of the them are. Yes. Maybe not even that, but like the there's a specific like um the Navy SEALs version, not necessarily yeah, they the Navy have version. A, a spec ops version of, like of the Dormelage. Yeah. For that, I think that's what you're gonna see her in as a cameo. I don't think it's necessarily gonna tie into Doom right away. I think they're gonna leave Doom off the table and if there is a cameo, that's how you're gonna see him. But I also still stand by my point it's not gonna be until Ant Man. Yeah, yeah, possible. I can rock with that. Yeah, <laughs> the Doom thing does sound more though intriguing, even like better than like out of all the out of everything that's been said. Like I would so rather it be a Doom something Doom related because that's something we've been waiting on for a long time. Uh, so Captain America four, uh, the writer Malcolm Spellman is set to actually uh, write Spawn, something oh. uh, you love, right? Yeah, I'm a big a big fan of Spawn. Uh, the the movie from the '90s. Uh, not to so good. Actually, the best part of that is John Leguizamo's clown, uh, and he didn't get enough screen time, and then they kind of nerfed his character. But um, I, I'm interested in a, a Spawn film made with in the vein of like the MCU, the more modern, like stick to the story version of of comic book storytelling. Um, I am concerned that the same guy who's penning captain america 4 is also penning spawn like shouldn't he be pretty busy finishing captain america 4 well uh, there's actually no time for where spawn should start he's just been cast for that uh that, i was gonna say i didn't think he was in like phase four or even five just yet right who? of what um spawn what no the no, no movie no he's talking oh. about direct or writing and mm-hmm. doing the film the film hasn't even started yet but there's this would be the first spawn movie since the early 90s i believe mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I was talking about in the phases for Marvel. It's not even been brought up on the table as being in any of the current oh, phases. I get what you're saying. No, no, so no, no, Spawn no. is Image. He's not. Yeah. He wouldn't be in the MCU. No, no, this no. Would yeah. be a standalone. They're just using the same writer. I thought they were bringing him into the MCU, though. Uh, no, I know I Jamie Foxx so. is playing the character. Um, I know that there was a rumor at one point that Jamie Foxx was... I don't uh, think that's set in stone, actually. Yeah, I, I don't think that that's it. the case anymore, either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, He's supposedly uh, confirmed from what I know. Uh, Todd is waiting for a company to buy uh, the script that he has and everything else around it. Um, and he hired three writers. Um, one of them wrote Fighter. And um, he also got the guy who wrote uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier on the team as well. Yeah. Uh, I think that's Spellman, isn't it? He's doing Captain yeah. America 4. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And... Uh, um. 
so Todd McFarlane owns 100% owns Spawn, so he's trying to produce this movie with, while still maintaining the rights and the control over the movie as it comes out. So mm. it's it's an interesting proposition, but I just think that if if we're trying to get Captain America four written and and produced and made, then I don't think necessarily the writer should be doing double duty on a Spawn film as well. Yeah, uh, yeah, I yeah I agree with that. I don't think they're. I don't think that's what you're trying to say. He's doing double duty. I think it's just probably trying to get those hardcore Spawn fans excited by announcing news on it, though. Uh, Nick Beck said, "I once thought that I had a Spawn, but it turned out to be a fart." <laughs> I take back my approval. <laughs> uh, so next on the list, we have a uh, Jonas Quaron, uh, who will direct the El Murito or El Mur El Murito El Murito uh, set in Spider Verse. Uh, which is really interesting character. I just don't, I don't know, because he's he's a wrestler superhero, right? Mm -hmm. I'm like that is just really odd to be bringing a wrestler in while y'all over here struggling, Sony. You know, right. y'all going to take a leap of faith with a with a wrestler superhero? Well, with Madam Web and with their expanded Sinister Sony Six yeah. movie Sony verse films, they're trying to make they're throwing everything they can at making a, a Spider Man film that can even in any way, shape, or form capitalize on the popularity of uh, No Way Home. I think right. you're going to see a stupid amount of Spider-Man in that movie to the point it's overwhelming almost, huh. and you lose track of even who's who at a certain point, whether it is like a f quick flash-through, kind of like... Doctor when, Strange, when they went through the universes? Yep. Yeah. Um, or it is like an individual bring-on, and you're ultimately going to have like a huge Spider-Man versus Spider-Man war... I think they're just going to have a stupid amount of Spider-Man, and a majority of them are going to be obtruse ones that you've never even heard about. I'm okay with that, though. As long as the movie don't flop. Because, <laughs> I mean, in all honesty, how are they ever going to put that many Spider-Man and make it good, you know, or anything like that, unless it's just a quick... Ch -ch 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 -ch. So... I don't know. Spider-Verse okay did that. it pretty well. I would love to see a lot of those Spider-Man live-action, like, visuals of it. Well, you're saying that that's going to be the end of the, in the end of the Spider-Verse... Uh, universe, so is, it's going to be, gonna be animated. Then it is going to be the end of it. No, that it's going to be in it. Oh, so it's going to be animated. The I thought Alberto it was Madam Web. Oh, not into Spider Man. I, I didn't mean that. I mean Madam Web. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. So it'll be live action. <laughs> I say I was like I was confused for a yeah, second. Yeah, that was my mistake. Wrestlers and Spider Man are automatic. Randy Savage was the best part of Spider Man, but we saw I got you for three minutes. <laughs> three <laughs> minutes of playtime. <laughs> That's a nice outfit. Did your husband make it yeah. for you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So uh, next on the list, we got Emma Caulfield returns in Agatha Covenant Chaos, which, as we know, is Dottie. The devil's in the de details, Dottie. But, uh, yeah, uh, I, I thought she was probably out of, like, the main characters. She was probably, like, a number two character that really stood out for me. So it's kind of nice to see uh, how they're going to bring her back in, integrate her into the story. Uh, I guess I'm, I'm wondering if they're really going to keep it the story for a while, maybe like in that neighborhood still. Uh, I almost Ew. thought Covenant Chaos might be something of her getting out of her spell and accelerating, or it might be a prequel of all the things that she went through, these covens to get as powerful as she is. Okay, I'll go. Um, what if it is the fact that she acknowledges mentally that she is stuck in this, but she just has to keep playing through it? So maybe the first or first two episodes is just her being like, Listen, Bish, we are not in the 50s. I am over this and just being a cynical woman throughout the entirety of it until probably episode, end of episode two, and like 
beginning of three where she realizes her plan of action to get out of it. Yeah. What, what I would like to really see is honestly is, uh, I know I know not a lot of people like backstories because there's been so many failed ones. But I would mm. really love to see a, a backstory that picks off where she took those powers, you know, and whatever out of those other witches, and then we just see her journey somehow periodically through each episode, like throughout the generations of how she got to where she was and what put her on that journey and who is she working with? Because we all know she's working with you know them word <laughs> them word or yeah. you know or someone else or another demon or something. So I would really like to get her backstory honestly and see where she ties into that. And maybe like a post credit scene or the the last episode, let it be her breaking free from that spell that Wanda cast on her, and then you see her on her way to go after Wanda, and then that comes on to another show or movie. So you want the Arrow treatment? I don't know what that is. The CW show Arrow. Oh, DC? I'm sorry. don't know what that is. You watch The Flash. <laughs> it ties into the same universe. You can't say crap. I quit crap. watching The Flash after two, episodes, or after two seasons because it seemed like the same story. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> so the thing with Arrow is that you would have... Part of the episode that would take place in current time where he's fighting the current baddies. Mm -hmm. And then you would also have a chunk of it that went back to the island that he was found on, on how he became the Green Arrow until it merged into one Mm -hmm. is basically the kind of gist that I'm hearing that you want to see what the current stuff is, but how she actually became Agatha, not Cal in this one. Yeah, more than likely. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm really cool with that with that idea right there more likely since it's marvel kevin feige they'll probably perfect it make it a little bit better but something similar to that yes i do wonder if this is going to be since we saw Dottie in her like regular civilian Mm -hmm. not trapped in time (laughs) uh clothes and character um i love you uh if uh this might just be her like hunting agatha down for stealing a part of her life uh mm-hmm. and maybe it's just a person trying to chase down somebody that that negatively impacted them or even if it's um maybe agatha comes to find her because she remembers her from her time in the in what was it west well she even turns her into a witch teacher, teaches her uh to yeah, become Westview. a part of her coven what if this is actually a journey of her actually creating this coven to take down the Scarlet Witch because she knows she can't do it by herself? I'm trying to remember her backstory in the <laughs> comics other than her helping Wanda deliver the twins. Yeah, so um, she, she was like, like almost and at least an acquaintance between the two of them. So Not necessarily she, friends, but close. She raised Wanda and Pietro in the Wondegore Mountains. Okay. Uh, she was their nanny. And then she disappeared, and then she came back whenever Wanda had the kids. Um, but she's kind of been an on again, off again, like villain. You're talking and, about Agatha, yes, mm-hmm. villain and hero right. in the story of uh, in, in in Marvel comics. She because she also was the nanny for Franklin Richards. Yes, yes. Yeah. So that one I remember. And again, Ant Man watch, but so she kind of took that role of nanny, if I'm not mistaken. Um, in WandaVerse by basically more or less being that like almost uh, the nanny TV show, the brutal one that's right. just like going to make you face reality mm. with Wanda in Wanda and Vision. So I kind of just see her continuing on that route and I kind of wouldn't be surprised if she like the Thunderbolts took off and it was awesome and you didn't see her come in instead of the other chick that played Wanda, the, the Scarlet Witch. What was her name? Uh, Elizabeth Olsen. Olsen. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, uh, or not the chick that played her, but the chick from the comics who went in and for the Dark Avengers covered as if she was Scarlet Witch 
um, right before Secret Wars, whenever they were going to. Um, That's a Danny question. I'm drawing Molecule Man's little hideout. You had mm -hmm. like the fake Avengers. So you had um, Green Goblin, uh, Osmond that was taking over and running it. Then you had. Um... Oh, crap. You had so many Dakin, characters that were playing uh, as other. Dakin was Wolverine. It was Hawkeye's brother, who was also Hawkeye I thought, as no, Hawkeye. Bullseye was oh, in no, as was Hawkeye. Bullseye. You're right. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But you had somebody that was pretending to be Scarlet Witch in that series, and I wonder if instead of bringing her in, which would be kind of hard at this point, mm -hmm. because she was basically a college student that did experiments on her boyfriend um, to fix him, that he ended up causing her to go Coco because he didn't appreciate it, and she lost her mind and ended up in prison. So what if instead of having that character, Agatha comes in to th uh, Thunderbolts that way? Interesting. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. So, and real quick to uh, Taylor's one, say, hey, Mommy Blake, the comic book series came first, DC or Marvel. And can you explain to me why it was DC? I can, because I'm going to give you just a metaphorical like, uh, vision on DC and Marvel. So DC was the wooden wheel that was created, and Marvel's the rubber wheel, or rubber tire that was created. I mean, huge difference, and there's a reason why one was better than the other. But, you know, DC did create the wheel, just not the rubber tire. One's more toxic, also. Oh. I, I literally don't know anything about rubbers. Uh, <laughs> obvious. Facts. Like, <clears throat> meanwhile, in uh, Denny's life, five kids later. <laughs> uh, next on the list, we have uh, Don Cheadle. Is now the Otis lead actor to play in the MCU uh, movie, which will be Armor Wars, because Armor Wars now is being made into a movie and not a television series on Disney Plus. Interesting. Uh, I, cool, I guess. I don't know. I'm not yeah. that like. I'll, man, I feel like they couldn't have picked a better person to swap Terrence Howard out with Don Cheadle. Right. Don Cheadle, he just naturally. I don't care what show, movie, or anything it is. Like literally, he's just got that likable personality. Like he, I don't think I've ever seen Don Cheadle play a bad guy. Honestly, Honestly, I don't know how much I can say that John Cheadle, or Don Cheadle did before Iron Man. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's quite a few movies. I know that there's I'm quite a few, but I can't think of any outside of my head until he mm. made that appearance. And then <laughs> afterwards, I remember it. Mm -hmm. But it's kind of like your argument for Star Wars on Quad... Qui-Gon. Yeah. yeah. On uh, how Liam... Liam Neeson. Nobody considers Qui-Gon to have been a badass Jedi prior to Liam Neeson doing uh, Taken. Taken. So it's kind of like that, but with Don Cheadle. Right. I don't know yeah, of anything Don that Cheadle's was super been big in a uh, Hotel Ro uh, Rwanda. Yeah, uh, I remember that. Space Jam. Uh, Ocean's that was recent. Ocean's that was recent. I think Ocean's, Ocean's Eleven was the first movie I remember seeing him in. Uh, he was in Crash. Crash was a good movie. No Sudden Move, Miles Ahead, Ocean's 12, Boogie Nights. Let's see. Yeah, Boogie Nights. The you got to remember like the Boogie Nights and the Oceans. Like, that's it. My, my favorite thing Don Cheadle has ever done is the Funnier Die skits Captain. where he plays Captain Planet. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I love Funny or yeah. Die. Those are my favorite things Don Cheadle's ever done. The Oreo so, CEO is my favorite. Oh, yeah. You need to look that one up if you I will. Know. Oh, he was in Rush Hour, too. I love Rush Hour. He was. Yep. So, Blake, before we get too far into Don Cheadle's uh, <laughs> cinem cinem cinematography, um, what's our next rumor? <laughs> Hugh Jackman in Deadpool 3. Yes. Daddy we uh, finally voice. got the video. Is a perfect video. Uh, oh, my God. 
Yeah, sure. <laughs> That's the biggest fan service we have ever received on cinema. Like, the, ever. Did you try turning it off and turning it back on again? <laughs> yeah, Hugh Jackman. Uh, you know, Jesus Christ, Ben. Hold on. So Ben's like, Danny's going to say, eh, I'm not really interested in that. I swear that when it comes out, just like Spider-Man No Way Home, Doctor Strange, Miss Marvel, Thor Love and Thunder, and She-Hulk could be the best thing ever. <laughs> What's he talking about? Armor Wars being a movie. I'm just not, I just don't know that it really matters if it's going to be a movie or a TV show. It's not that I'm not going to enjoy it when it comes out. Right. I th- I personally am super excited that we're going to get Armor Wars as a movie and not a show, just because we know they're going to put more time and effort and more money into it. And with mm-hmm. CGI, I mean, when it comes, as we've seen with Iron Man, you need that good CGI. And it's War Ooh. Machine. Exactly. And that, that's another huge thing, man. I was super excited we got War Machine, or even when they did the paint job up as Iron Patriot. Oh. Like, I love that, but I was like, man, I wish we could have got like more, more of that. Because Iron Man, no matter what Mark suit he's on, there might be a cool thing here, cool thing there, but it's Iron Man. You've seen it, you know. Right. Can to- I do a speculation? Yes, please. So you have Black Panther that's coming out. Again, totally going to cry. Um, so you see Riri Williams in that, and you see a lot of Iron Man parts. And well, I still think that she Iron gets... parts. Mm-hmm. She still gets part of the Iron Man suit, yeah. and that's how she ends up making her Iron Heart suit for Black Panther. Mm-hmm. And then, it, if I remember correctly, please correct me if I'm wrong, it's Black Panther, Iron Wars, and then Riri's TV show, Iron Heart, correct? Yes, yes. Yeah, that's so you see her take off, and you see her probably on like a school visa to be at Wakanda to be able to learn about the technology. To wonder, I, was, I was literally about to ask. I wonder how they're going to put Riri on Wakanda. I think it's going to tie into the first movie where they announce that they have it, and they start the scholarships and the school centers. And I think she's going to have like a sponsorship of some sort, That's cool. nice. uh, for an exchange that. student like huh. type thing, for her to be able to be in Wakanda. Right. I think she really hits it off with Shuri. And I think they have tech from the Iron Man suits. And that's how she gets a hold of it. She makes a makeshift Iron Man suit. Iron Wars, she goes in and Don Cheadle talks her into being saying, like, it's okay, take on this mantle. We need a new Iron Man since he was the best friend. And then you lead into the TV show. I think actually the last, from what I remember, the last Iron Man suit is 100% Wakanda tech. So not only would they maybe have a piece of Iron Man technology and suit left, they created it. So they, they have all the specs from the last one. Yeah, especially with Shuri helping and like Increased adding vibranium into it. Oh, my goodness. Uh, in the comics, Riri met Tony Stark and kind of like, uh, was it like an internship with him? Or I thought it was like an internship, mentor? Yeah. yeah, mentor of some sort. And then he went into the AI. I think they'll do a flashback and uh, maybe show like an old scene with Robert Downey Jr. and yes. her. Oh, my heart would Where be so happy. Where they had so like happy. a passing. Uh-huh. Uh, can, yeah, that would be cool. My and heart would be so happy. I, th- I think Shuri's just, just going to take over like the design and, and the weapons and mm. all that. And it's, it's going to be a whole lot better than when Tony made it. I think yeah. you would almost see two superhero almost coming to life. Because you're going to have Shuri as Black Panther, which is going to be a like monument like mon i can't think of the word monumentum that's not the right monumental. word monumental monumental thank you um points and then you're also going to have riri who breaks down and makes iron man stuff into her own and i think you're going to have a heavier tone with shuri and then i think you're going to have a lighter tone with riri until iron wars and then her show mm-hmm. i like the theory i heard where 
some of Riri's tech is used by the agents who steal the vibranium from Namor, from Atlantis. And Wakanda is hiding Riri because Namor wants her. Ooh. For, oh, I that for causing Those are both good. and Let's stealing from so- <laughs> Atlantis. And so they're actually protecting her from Namor, which is why he attacks Wakanda. Tune in next week. As so we write do our you own think Namor is going to be the ultimate bad guy or he's going to be the face bad guy with his cousin who's the douche? Um, his aunt is really his aunt, not his cousin, is actually the one that's manipulating the situation to make what is him the name? bad guy. I can't think of his name. Uh... There's an A. Because uh, his and it aunt was the one that originally turned Namor, or the cousins against one yeah, another, no, because she wanted him to be king. It's like an A. Yeah, because we covered it in. But I do wonder if the whole thing with Namor and him flooding Wakanda and Shuri having to accept the mantle of the Black Panther to fight Namor is all a misdirect and very similar to the end of civil war. Um, they're going to realize that they were being aimed at each other and mm-hmm. they're going to turn and fight one unified villain, which I think may be Dr. Doom. Yeah. Atuma, uh, yeah. That would be, so you'd have Dr. Doom or Atuma. I think Atuma would be more of a face forward that they could team up to, to go to. And then an after credit scene maybe of Dr. Doom that was probably like putting stuff in Atuma's ear. But I do like that theory because it would play on the X-Men versus the Avengers, but on a smaller scale to lead up to Secret Wars where you have these two war- like teams that are right. um, unwillingly going together and joining forces. And the, on, the only reason I really hope that it isn't a misdirect with Atuma and that he ends up being the big bad of the story is that that is identical to what the first Aquaman movie did where... Yeah. You thought it was one bad guy, and then it turned out to be his brother, and then he had to fight him at the end. And so I, I'm, I don't want it to be that similar who to the you, Aquaman film. Who was the? I thought it was always his brother that was the one that was leading in for so in Aquaman. I thought it was his brother that was pushing towards a war against the Earth, like the land. He was, but yeah. whenever he comes to Atlantis, he's kind of uh, welcomed, mm-hmm. or and then they end up, yeah, and then yeah. they end up fighting at the end. Yeah. Yeah, because you're supposed to think Black Mantis is the villain, and then it uh, turns out it was okay, his brother. Okay, so Black Mantis, because you see him kind of have uh, that part. Mm-hmm. That was, yeah, okay. I can get that. But ben, with ben, Neymar being such an anti-hero, I don't know. Ben said yeah. his name Shark Shark Atlantis. He's supposed to be the first mutant, uh, well, after Miss Marvel, to, to hit screen time. So I think that war that he wages on the world is going to start the hatred mm. of like humans Ooh. versus mutants. Oh, I, I like think that that's idea. Where it's going yeah. to begin. That makes sense for sure. Yeah. So Ben said that he's MCU Spider-Man already has Iron Man mantle. I don't agree with that. I feel like they kind of made him his protege, and as we see through the next couple of movies, hey, and he's even himself realizing it. I can't be Iron Man. I can't do what Iron Man is. And therefore, when we get that new suit at the very end of the movie where it's no Iron Spotty, I mean, it's your almost original, you know, mm-hmm. Spider-Man suit, I think that's a transition of the Iron Man phase out of Peter Parker's life. I like that idea. And, and, and I do think that very similar to her comic book origins, I think that Riri Williams is going to be an MIT student who has taken advantage of 
uh, Iron Man funding all of the MIT students' work, and that's when she created her armor, and they used her technology, and Mm. then she ends up on the run. Because Civil War, he did announce that he was going to be doing the scholarship, and that's how you could easily tie it into that. She has his tech. She figures it out and reverse engineers it in her dorm room, and then that's where her stuff just starts going crazy. Yeah, what would be. be funny is if they kind of like do a flashback, and you know where he's in Ant Man's apartment, and he's like, "Yeah, remember you won the scholarship thing." <laughs> well, it kind of like does that real quick, and then it says, "Goes to the real scene and says the real person who won the scholarship," <laughs> and that's how they start that off. <laughs> uh, let's see, next on the list, so. Uh, I can't think of the man's name. Played Thunderbolt Ross. Uh, William Hurt. Uh, yeah, William, William Hurt. Yes. As we all know, unfortunately, he passed away. Uh, so they are actually talking about recasting him as Harrison Ford. And no. as much as I love Harrison Ford, and even if they do it, I'm not going to complain. I mean, it's Harrison Ford. No. I really don't think they should recast him and replace him as a character. I mean, as we see in the comics, uh, as you had me read Immortal Hulk series, uh, you, you know, you get that General 14 and that's in there, which kind of passes the mantle to him from Ross uh, once Ross hulks out and turns into what he turns into. So I, I really feel like they should go that route, maybe, and not recast him. Just let that pass that mantle on to somebody. Mm-hmm. I I still think that the easiest thing to do would be to make it uh, Sam Elliott, the Thunderbolt Ross from the Eric Bana Hulk movie. I'm okay with that, too, because I love Sam Elliott. I could watch real. him in any... I don't care how old that man gets. He's still yummy. And beef is always what's for dinner. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steaks and beer. Yeah, and Ben saying that the future of the MCU is death by snooze uh because they're eliminating all the male uh, superheroes. I don't think that's true. Uh, there's a There's a pretty strong stream of male superheroes yeah, coming into the really MCU as well. To make Ben happy, what if they skipped over General Ross becoming the Red Hunk and they just went to Betty oh, and Red made She-Hulk. her the I, Red I'd Hulk cool so she that. had to go up against him? Yeah. There you go, Ben. How's that one? <laughs> I just think that would almost be kind of fun. Uh, yes. Oh, I yeah. love to sit Elliot Ghost Rider on the horse. Oh, yeah. Nothing more badass. Then a motorcycle, then a horse turned into a skeleton <laughs> on fire. I really hope they you know, do another I, Ghost Rider. People can give that movie so much shit, but it's a guilty pleasure of mine. Like, I love the Ghost Rider movie. What like, if, I really do. What if, Remember whenever Reba McIntyre was uh, Colonel Sanders <laughs> for that minute? What if yeah. they cast Reba McIntyre as it. Thunderbolt Ross? I don't care what it is. I'm going to watch that. I love Reba McIntyre. She's intimidating in that Yeah. Role. She would. And yeah. that, that is a woman who ages like a fine wine. Oh. Like, she, she oh is the female God. Sam Elliott. That, that woman, she, I don't care how old she is. Yeah. <laughs> maybe Kurt Russell. Maybe he could play another. No, let's, let, let's let Reba be our next uh, Phoenix. There you go. There you go. <laughs> she is a ginger. She, she collect them souls. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's great. Hey, Everything's Blake, what else you got? So I got two more things left. Uh, last... Almost last. Static Shock movie. So we actually talked about Static Shock when it was announced that they're going to make it. And I think I was the most excited because, like, I grew up on that cartoon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love Static Shock. Nothing more than looking over at a trash can lid and throwing it out and see if you really turn it into a, you know, floating disc. Yeah. But uh, is someone uh, is the writer, literally the writer that was hired for it. He sat there and said that it's not been scrapped. Apparently there's been rumors going around saying it's scrapped. They're not going to make it. But uh, apparently that's not the case because there's been no memo put out on that. Yeah, from if I remember correctly, um, 
for that article, a lot of people were asking him if it was being scratched, and he's the artist, like the main artist for mm. the comics for it, and maybe the general storyteller? I don't know. I know he's at least the artist, and he said that he has not heard anything about it being scratched on his end, so there's still hope for Static Shock to be able to continue through. And they would be doing the world a disservice if they did not make that into a live-action movie, like... Don't get my hopes up that high, and then just to bring them back down. Who would you cast? Because I know I don't think there's any rumors as far as who would be cast. No, as there isn't. So Mike Casey, what up? Thanks for coming back to the show. We appreciate you. That is our head of video gaming, uh, Mike Casey. I miss you, Mike. We miss you, Mike. So who would you cast as Static? Um, the um, what is his name? Uh, he was in. Stranger Things. That oh, I do uh, like him. He's I a good like actor. But Youngs. Mm, yeah, I he mean, is. He's quite young. Uh, yeah, the kid from uh, Everybody Hates Chris. Oh, I think would okay. be a great static. What has he been in lately? He's big. Uh, he's been in really? something. He, he, I don't watch like bulk. Yeah. Normal oh, TV, he's, so. maybe that's he's why big, he's bulked like, up. <laughs> What's his name? Now I have it. to look it up. Uh, but I think he'd be a great uh, option for static. Uh, I I would like to see all of those milestone comic characters brought to the screen. Right. Uh, not Jaden Smith. Uh, you know there are other black actors besides Jaden Smith. He doesn't have he doesn't have to be Miles Morales Tyler and James Static Williams. and <laughs> like. Are you talking about uh, Tyler James Williams? No, I was talking about Tyler James Williams. <laughs> Brittany just said it. Did she? Yeah, like oh. right before you. He might well, have look a little those. older to be able to play. Static yeah, he is. Anymore. I didn't realize how old he's looking now. Actually, he, he's big. He, if anything, he could be icon for the DC. For the DC movies. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, he, for sure. He'd be a perfect icon. I would love to see Icon and Rocket on the big screen. I love oh. those characters. He's, he's one of my favorites. And they, yeah. they have Bang Babies, too, in uh, his storyline, so they could connect them together. And Yeah. I would just love to see that whole Milestone verse just, just on screen. Um, oh. You know, it's funny because uh, Static Shock is it, from Milestone, but, like, none of the other Milestone characters ever made it to, like, mainstream television the way the Static did. And then when they did include Static in an expanded universe, it was the DC, like, Justice League universe. Right. Uh, whenever he met Batman Beyond and, and uh, uh, with the Justice League, uh, but still nothing with the rest of the Milestone characters. What DC character that hasn't been made into a movie, if you could pick one, not like the not Wonder Woman, not Batman, not Flash, not the essential core. Nightwing. Mm. Nightwing going to Bloodhaven all day long. That original story when they first started the Nightwing comics. And uh, and he has to go up against, like, there's no Batman. There's no expanded, like, Bat family. It's just Nightwing by himself in the grittiest city that's, like, the dark version of Gotham, if you can imagine it. And his version of Police Commissioner Gordon is a brutal murderer. And he ends up having to take him down, too. See, I would go with Night, or Red Knight, or Red Hood. Red Hood. That's a because good one, too. Because especially with the current story that's going on on Webtoons right now, there's a lot they could do with that character. I, uh... Here's some possible cast series. I, I, I was literally just looking at that article. Yeah, it doesn't show their name, but I think that kid. Scroll down, it has Caleb McLaughlin, the kid yeah. from Stranger, Stranger Things. Stranger Things, the yeah. middle one. That's who? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm right in the middle. The one you pointed at. Yeah, oh, I'm wrong. He looks younger on Stranger Things because he well, don't. Yeah. I mean, he looks about the right age yeah. there. If Dude, you know I love Blank years. Man. Yeah, <laughs> I love Blank Man. That is such a good movie. Uh, Plastic Man would be a good one. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'd love to see a Plastic Man movie. 
Beetle Boy. I'm assuming you mean mm. Blue Beetle, which they are working on a <laughs> yeah. Blue Beetle movie. That's pretty much done. Yeah. 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 I think they just Ew. wrapped up filming, is actually. That, mm -hmm. Is that going directly to HBO Max? I think so. I, think so. I don't I like it's going sure. to theaters. Um, I mean, and then we heard from Ruby this weekend that Ruby and Justice League are going to oh, be yeah. having a crossover to Animation. feature movie. Yep. Um, nice. Which I legit had no idea about until yeah, that the was panel. A scoop. It was freaking exciting. Um, but... Yeah, so the cast of Ruby was at CapeCon this weekend, and they were Yay. talking about how they're doing, the Ruby characters are doing a crossover movie with the Justice League. They have variant covers for comics right now, and you need to get them all. Yeah, we had some of them. They were supposed to get, we were supposed to get them signed, but we couldn't get them to the... We got them signed. I brought them. Oh, did you we, bring them? I brought them and gave them to her, and she got them signed. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that ever actually happened. Yeah, yeah. We, we have we have three signatures on every comic book, right? No, so we have one comic book that features the three characters that we have. Um, so their main featured one, if it was Weiss and there was no Weiss on the comic, I didn't, like, there doesn't make any sense. But each comic had one that featured a specific comic, so I had him sign those. And then one that featured all of them together for that variant cover, they all signed. Yeah. So I, we have one signed by the three and then one individual for each one. Of all things this weekend, you I had, did succeed I, I, on that I, one. I did succeed on oh, that Oh, I would have. Mike, uh, Jay and Silent Bob's superhero names are Blunt Man and Chronic. Yes. That, that'd be a good top me. five for next week. Yeah, what? the question. The question should get a movie. Oh, the question. Oh, the yes. question. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, no top five characters that have not had a live action. Okay. Yeah. In we general, so like Nightwing, Red Hood, whatever. So any would all animated or comic character. Mm -hmm. Yep. Just yeah. hasn't had live action yet. Cool. Uh, Figured last, out the top five. But not least, uh, I'm going to say this one, but I'll let you uh, actually tell this one since. You still thoroughly enjoy it. Uh, Christian Bell wants to be in Star Wars. <laughs> uh -oh. Yes, I do. So we talked about this a little bit live on the panel. Um, so there is a scene in New Hope where he there's a character dressed up in the Stormtrooper outfit that hits his head on like the doorway. Accidentally, but they left it in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so that's all Christian Bale wants is to be that character that is dressed up however way and like runs into the door frame. That's all he wants out of life. He doesn't <laughs> want any lines. He doesn't want anything else other than to run into a door and I am for that. It needs to make this happen. For I've that. heard rumors that like he people wanted him to be Star Killer, and it's like, how are you going to do that with uh, canon storyline? Yeah. Not yet. Yeah, yeah, not with the current stuff that they have going so on. So Taylor Burton said, "You can guess what his number one is going to be for next week." Mm. This should be really Thor easy. Thor Frog. <laughs> Throg. Throg. I'm pretty sure he means the uh, horse-faced alien yeah. himself. One Beta Ray, Beta Ray, Ray Bill. Bill. Or Beta Ray Burton, as we've come to call him. <laughs> That's gonna be one of our. We're gonna design some merch for that. Yeah, Dude, be, we do need a Beta Ray Burton do, shirt. Do, do a silhouette, just a silhouette of Beta Ray Bills, just but then have the silhouette of his head with the long flocks and beard. I'm on it. I'm gonna it make this happen. It needs a beard, and it needs. And just let be a silhouette, like, but it has enough definition that you can tell what it is. Danny, dude, this is going up on our website. A Fabio Beta Ray Bill. Yeah, that's what well, we need. But yeah, with the beard. That, that's what Taylor Burton. But is. sexier. Yeah. So Taylor that. Burton. Yeah. <laughs> 
Sexier than Fabio, yes. Taylor Burton. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, I'd do yes. Taylor Burton any day over Fabio. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If uh, I would give my black cherry to Taylor Burton. That is the <laughs> most beautiful, sexiest mountain man the world has ever seen. Oh. Uh, and I love him with my whole heart. Why he, he offers it to you, but why it's he's not, not the, the guy, guy on every like shampoo commercial? I don't know, oh, but yeah, they're dude. missing out. On a marketing <laughs> perfect standpoint. Uh, so yeah, that's this week on Rumor Mill. These rumors have been milled. <laughs> so we did get uh, episode seven of yeah. She-Hulk this week. Uh, it is probably the greatest thing ever put on television of all time ever in any medium, way, shape, or form. <laughs> way better than the ending of MASH. Probably better than the last episode of... Uh, uh, that 70s show or, uh, you know, it's uh, possibly even greater than Citizen Kane in its oh. influential uh, storytelling, um, cinematography, mm-hmm. acting, uh, characters, you know, and the plot twist at the end really caught me off guard. So the whole thing, I just think, <laughs> is incredible. Um, it's definitely it just for you, Ben. It's definitely uh, prime TV. Uh, it can never be topped. Uh, until but it ain't week. no home improvement, let me tell you that right now. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> but I did really enjoy the episode this last week. I'll give you props for that one. Uh, we're, we're getting to see more and more of Jen just coming to terms with being She-Hulk. Yeah, I've been seeing that uh, since episode one. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, and trying to uh, <laughs> trying to piece all of all of the pieces together, and and you know claim her space as a superhero in the broader MCU uh, for sure. So here's a question for you. <sighs> Hit me. Do you think by the end of the series she's gonna stay She-Hulk, or do you think they're gonna just have her keep transferring back and forth? I think that what we will get is something similar to the Professor Hulk where she kind of stays in the She-Hulk form pretty regularly, but in a healthier way where she yeah. still balances some of it with her gen I don't personality. Think, yeah, I think they're going to keep it balanced. I really do. Because otherwise, if they let, allow her to stay majority of the time uh, She-Hulk after this, what was the point of getting the message across in a lot of these episodes? Because it helps her become one with She-Hulk and she can be Jennifer she-Hulk. Right, but I think she's struggling though with the part that, you know, she should become She-Hulk because that's what everybody likes, but when she comes down her her natural form, she's not. So therefore, if they gave her the uh, version of herself that everybody likes that we're trying to preach against on, preach against on uh, you know, your natural form, I, I think that would be very contradicting of the message you're trying to get across on some of these episodes. Not necessarily. It could be a matter of coming to terms with both sides of who you are. Like you yeah. said, you have the guilty pleasure mm-hmm. side of you and you have the regular side of you mm-hmm. that the world actually sees. It's a matter of coming to terms with both sides of who you are to be able to actually develop the person. Yeah, as I, a I think I think that the idea that she needs to be Jen all the time kind of misses the mark, too. The idea is that she has two sides to herself. Mm-hmm. She hated the She-Hulk side, but she's also not happy as the Jen side. And I think by the end of this first season, she's going to be comfortable being herself, which is Whichever She-Hulk form. and Jen, mm-hmm. no matter yeah. what. That's what I was trying to say. So... Yeah, uh, Man Bull, uh, the characters we got. Oh, we got Man Bull was Porky fun. Pine was my favorite. Oh, yeah. Man. Now, I'm like, please take the mask off. Please take the mask off. Oh, I, I just, I don't know. I just loved it. I love that the the end credit, like, scene, the drawing was of him getting his suit uh, dry cleaned. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Was were they, like, holding amazing. it out with tongs or something like mm-hmm. this? They were. I <laughs> really want them to stay good at heart and to help her 
with what happens. Yeah. My heart needs all of them to just be good and help her. I think I think Abomination has started a supervillain cult. Yeah. And I think that the reason his ankle bracelet messed up is because he turned into Abomination. Oh, 100%. Oh, yeah. yeah. Definitely uh-huh. Because the trailers show him being in full Abomination, walking around that like barn thing they've got going on. So I think that what we're going to have is they get her to lower her guard. She's willing to come out to the place and like sit in the yurt. She's hurting for a yurtin', you know? Yeah. What and is a yurt? Uh, it's like a sweat tent. Because yeah. she looked high as crap coming out of that yurt. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't think that was involved in yurts. There's probably a good amount of psilocybin just in the walls. You know, and, I, yeah. I, I think the reason why his ankle bracelet messed up, he came abomination, because he's probably just about to have some naughty time in you know, the bedroom. <laughs> With one of the seven wives or so mates, and, and one yeah. of them might like abomination a little bit more than Tim Roth, you Ooh, know. So or that's damage that <laughs> there's not a lot to heal from after that damage. Yeah, but I, but you I, don't see the wives at y- all. Yeah, that's also true. Maybe they're one. Maybe it's one of those re- uh, religions where it's for his eyes only. Maybe they're dead. Maybe <laughs> abomination <laughs> murdered them after he got he obtained the property person. legally. That's true. <laughs> but what if? counter to yours and it makes my heart happier they are all like fighting on Jin's side whatever i think it is still gonna be um what the crap's his name big head guy leader yes names are hard i don't remember them i am sorry <laughs> this is why i have nicknames for everybody um so you have the leader i still think the leader is gonna come in and being the one that's trying to get her blood based off of the hulk but and then you have Abomination and the side crew that are going to actually help her, but Abomination loses control and he ends up terrorizing more than actually helping. That's when he gets put back, and that's how he ends up getting recruited to Thunderbolts. Do you think Maybe. Bruce will come back, or ah, uh, yeah, he's gonna make another appearance. <laughs> I I think that that would be fun. I just don't believe that we're going to introduce an entire team of Marvel villains and. Like, especially with the Wrecking Crew, who are, you know, have 40 years of comic history of being villains for She-Hulk and for the Hulk. I don't think we're going to get a whole team of those introduced in an MCU series. And in the end, they turn out being, like, decent good guys who are trying to save She-Hulk after one time sitting with her in a yurt. So I'm not saying that they're going to stay good, but all of those villains have had a series where they try to go good. So they could try to go good for this. They were with Abomination. They were doing his teaching and then it's like namaste. And then he goes bad, gets locked up. They say F it. And then they go back to being bad after the actual series is over with. Even Titania has a series and points where she is good. And that's where I think you're going to see the good. And they go bad after Abomination gets recruited to Thunderbolts. Because yeah. my heart needs this, okay? Yeah. Right. Emil is a good therapist too. Yes. So he... Dude, you know, you know what I would love, like, if, if I could have like a signed Thunderbolts thing with all their signatures and my nerd cave. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Everything's great. Uh, and Blake would love to have those things in his yurt as well. Speaking of, <laughs> this week for top five, we're talking about the top five things we'd like in our nerd cave. <laughs> Thank you. 
Welcome to Top 5. So this week we're talking about the top five things we would like in our nerd cave. Uh, that could be pretty much anything. I actually have a list that is on my phone over there. Does anybody have uh, Discord? They can show me my list so I can write it down real quick. Oh, I got you. Uh, Deontay, do you have kind of five things in your head that you'd like to throw out there? Because um, you'll have a turn here in a second. I just want to make sure you're down for the list. I didn't think just, to ask you this before I Wait, saying, it, hey, so. think about this. Hey, start oh, thinking of five I'm things. Ready. Or I'll get ready. All right, Blake, how about you kick us off with your number five? Number five. So I've seen so many TikToks of this. And uh, it's like like you're in a ship or the Millennium Falcon or however you want to design it. Like your room, your walls are designed like you're inside a spaceship off Star Wars. And like where, you know, you can get like a lot of this stuff at Menards. There's like some uh, TikToks to show you how to make some of this stuff. And uh, it's got like the, uh, the oval disc all through it with the lights behind it. Oh my god, I just love that. And then they have the spaceship door. Oh yeah. Oh no. Yep. Yep. <laughs> that would be really cool to have. Brittany, what's your number five? So I went basic. I'm not super bougie, but like I have a feeling everybody else is gonna show. Um I just need some high grade eight K TVs up in my nerd cave. Uh, for everything else I plan on doing in the room. But the taxidermy daddy, that is, no. (laughs) (laughs) No. Nick, you've been voted off the island. Um, Oh, that makes my screen crawl. Imagine just Danny just laying over, like sitting over you like a bobcat. Oh, taxidermy Danny. I didn't see the screen. I thought she said taxidermy daddy. And I was like, what? We'll we'll get to it. Just know, Nick, I am incredibly uncomfortable with what you said. (laughs) He's not the only one. But uh, highest grade 8K TV that constantly gets upgraded with whatever the newest version in. I just need that. Just wall. Not even necessarily huge wall. Just big enough. 70 inch. 70 inch? Oh, yeah. no, no, just no. a small size. Yeah, bigger. Yeah. No. Because after a certain point, you, your eyes just blur to it. That's not true. <laughs> Deontay, what's your. I like watching mine with a certain size TV. And what's your number five? It don't matter, okay? Your number five? Mine's kind of a mix of indoor and outdoor. My number five would be like a. Fire Pit Death Star. Yes. You've seen that on yes. Etsy? I, the, the, I want one yes. so bad. Uh, they make the fire, custom fire pits of different ones, and they also make custom like barbecue grills of them. Like, uh, i seen a barbecue grill that looked like an Imperial AT-AT Walker, and it was insane because like the, the half top of the shell lifted up as your grill. Like, it, it was amazing. Yes. I could see investment. you barbecuing on that with I, like the dad New Balance shoes, the shorts <laughs> that are uh, way too short. The dad hat. Yep. Heather, what we got in chat? <laughs> Mike Casey's number five is strippers. Nice, 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 nice. <laughs> yes, it's important to have all sorts of strippers and for like doing woodwork when you got to remove paint from like old uh, furniture. And, uh, you know, maybe if you're remodeling your house, you got to get your trim cleaned up before you... Uh... <laughs> it just gets worse. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Nick Beck's number five is a taxidermy Danny. <laughs> I know. I know that you would not want to put a black light on that. I know <laughs> for a fact no. if, if Nick had that. This is no longer child-friendly. <laughs> Taylor Burton's number five is a Vader saber. 
Nice. Get yeah. It. I'm assuming like the legit real working light, light Darth Vader lightsaber. Well, if it's maybe if, like if the... it's to play with uh, malnourishes, I don't know which way to take that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mal's number five is a Vader sex doll. Yeah, giggity. Yeah. Uh, I have questions, <laughs> but not on air. <laughs> Ben's number five is number seven, the robot from Benchwarmers. To make me any sandwich I want. What's Benchwarmers? Benchwarmers, it's a movie uh, starring John David Heater. Spade, John Heater, and... Uh, um, There's one more, it's three of them. Yeah, it's uh, Rob Schneider. Yeah, yep. I don't think I've ever watched yeah. that. And he's like... <laughs> Uh, what? It's because he does steroids. Steroids make your pee pee small. <laughs> He's like, there must be steroids in macaroni. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> what else we got? That's all is of that them. all of them? My number five is uh, very similar to your 8K television or whatever newest, the newest version of the PlayStation, whatever it is, uh, PlayStation Master Race for Life. Uh, but yeah, a, any nerd. Uh, dungeon or cave that I have has to have my my PlayStation in it. Hmm. Blake, what's your number four? A functional replica Iron Man suit okay. sitting in the corner. When you say functional, yeah, as in if I want to take it off stand, I can wear it and fly off. Okay, yeah, yeah so like an actual <laughs> Iron Man yes. suit. Blake wants superpowers. Yes, that's the ultimate. I have superpowers. Okay, <laughs> what's your superpower, bud? <laughs> Not for me to tell. Ah, Ooh. excellent. That's a show uh, and tell. Statement. See, part of my superpower is if I tell it, I lose it. So therefore, I can never, you know, tell it. So if I just figured it out from context clues, would you still lose it? I'd have to answer you yes or no, and I wouldn't answer you yes or no. <laughs> As an Brit- after dark special. <laughs> Brit- <laughs> Brittany, what's your number four? Um, so my number four is just going to be LED lighting. I need some mood setting. I want those lights that you can put behind your TV that react with like the sound oh, and yeah. what's going on with the TV and the climaxes and not. like I just need all of that going on. Everybody wants nice. a good climax. They do. They need it. If not, that's how headaches can occur. <laughs> you get more stressed. You get more tired. You're unhappy. Toxic. That's an after dark conversation. Yes. Uh, Deontay, what's your number four? I want the helmet of Naboo. It's sitting in the middle oh, of nice. like, like a bookshelf or something, like John Constantine did in his TV show. Get it. I like it. Heather, what do we have in chat? Told you all I'm not as bougie. Mike Casey's number four is friends to invite over. <laughs> uh. Nick Beck's number four is a taxidermied seven of nine. Uh, yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Jerry Ryan. Hell yeah. Taylor Burton's number four is K2SO, the Rogue One droid. Ooh. Oh, yeah, the smart mouth <laughs> droid. I like that one. Uh, and that was Alan <laughs> Alan, uh, Alan Tudyk yep. that did the voice of that. He's in a lot of stuff, and I love him in everything. <laughs> 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 Mal's number four is a K2SO sex doll. <laughs> So does Mal and Taylor officially have the same room? I really technically, like they're, they're, he's just saying the road one droid, and he can make are really that into. Up. Oh my god! He can make that into the doll. I'm just saying uh, it can be a twofer. Ben's one number four didn't make it up there yet, did it? No, there it is. Uh, Ben's number four is a ring core to put under the floor to drop my enemies in. <laughs> yeah, nice. Uh, I just need to say there's two man caves, one droid. Both of them can. It, 
My number four is a secret door. I like uh, I like hidden doors that you open and they lead into other places. It goes and, back to what we were previously and, talking about. In this about. instance, my secret door would lead into the Batcave. Mm. Yes. <laughs> I'm not even touching this. Yeah? yeah? It's T-Mall material. You set that up so perfectly. You yeah. Did. Like, to the prior conversation to what you're saying now. Yeah, secret door full of yeah. uh, sex robots. Going no. into the Batcave. Going into the Batcave. Blake, you're number three. <laughs> number three. So I watch a lot of these uh, collectors on TikTok and just kind of drool over their videos of their nerd dungeons. And one thing I really love... And it really highlights and has the best uh, visual on things. It's like the big sculpted characters in the clear cubicle glass cases with all the LED lighting. Like, I, I want a whole entire wall of that. So, yeah. Because I, I love the sculpted figures, you know. Which is like, like the sideshow collectibles. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Exactly like that. Yep. Yeah, we saw some of those in New York yes, that you'd did. have to, like, take yes. out a student loan to pay for. And then, you know. I know. At least you get some money back on that. When I get rich one day, I will have that. <laughs> yeah. Brittany, you're number three. Dad, I just want you to know that I did take my medicine today. Yeah. <laughs> this is all medicated Shelton right now. Let's go. Uh, so the number three is just a couch. I want a good, comfortable couch. that Probably I like back. black leather. Nah, not necessarily. You Red. stick to leather. You don't want to sit. Cause I'm not going to wear pants. Okay. I just need oh. something that I'm going to be comfortable in that's got a soft material that you can just lay back, either sit up, lay back, lay sideways, however, just comfortable couch. <laughs> that's what I would need. I told you, I'm not bougie when it comes to my nerd game. There's just a select things that I need. And be able to sit What's comfortably with no pants on. You can't argue with that at all. See? <laughs> uh, uh, I would say well, we're on number three. We're on yep. number three. Uh, if I if I ever pop a baby out, I'll have the Grogu carriage to, uh, to push it there around. There go. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll yes. If he ever uh, seahorses a baby out. <laughs> Gonna and have it in how Grogu's often do you carriage. wear pants while you're gaming if you have the option? That's a good question. Uh, I don't know. Like, Y'all 50, made it seem 50%. weird whenever I said that. It's like 50%. Ever. Exactly. I was leaning into like casting couch, like the black leather couch. And you were like, well, you could lay sideways and upside down. <laughs> and you like, went, casting you yeah. went after dark with it. I was innocent with it. Okay. Just for the record. I just wanted to be comfortable. Heather, what do we have in chat? Mike Casey's number three is snacks, but not the good snacks. The trashy ones that no one wants to eat because they're straight trash. Doritos. In your, in your place you hang out? Yeah, that's... Yeah. Nick number three okay. is a taxidermy Leia. Organa oh. in the slave outfit. Nick. That's bad. Nick, <laughs> you're, you're voted oh. off of the continent. Taylor Burton's number three is Beta Ray's Stormbreaker. I just want to go back to Nick's number three. You know, it's entirely possible to have a, a taxidermied Carrie Fisher now. Stop. Oh. Stop. Oh. Apologize. What? Apologize. <laughs> Apologize to who? Exactly. Everybody. The universe that you said that out loud in. Heather, what I else we got? Apologize. Heather, don't answer until he apologizes. The universe needs an need apology to, for wait, that we one. We need to see malnourished number three. Go ahead. HR. <laughs> Mal's number three is Beta Ray Stormbreaker Sex Doll Edition. <laughs> and that's still 
Less of an apology needed than what just happened. That was actually hilarious. I'm duck so. Before knives start flying. <laughs> My number three. What, was that everybody's number threes? Ben hasn't gave his yet. Oh, okay. Can you read the one above Mike Cassie's number? Like Mike's number three up there. Yeah, the um, two, two man slaves, one droid. I'm familiar with this film. I had LimeWire in my room when I was 13. Thank you. <laughs> That's all you need. That's your apology. Uh, Malnourished said, I only wear pants to church. That's fair. Holy ones. Yeah. Y'all need Jesus. Yes, you Number do. Number three is a bunch of grade comics on the wall. Hell yeah. Nice. CGC nice. graded, I'm assuming. They had a lot of those at the CapeCon. They did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number three is an arcade cabinet. Um, I would like one that plays a lot of different games, but specifically if I was just going to pick a game, it would probably be... Frick, uh, um, um, what is the name of that? The six-man player X-Wing game? No, 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 no. The, uh, uh, it would be mine. <laughs> Gauntlet Super Legends. Super Mario World? Gauntlet Legends would be <laughs> the arcade cabinet if I had to pick one in my man cave. Super Mario World at least cave. has Super Paint. Yeah. Did you ever play Gauntlet Legends on the arcade? I did not. That's so fun. That was before my time. Blake, you're number two. An amazing theater system. That covers the TV, the speakers, uh, the sub, Mm. everything. I'll give you props for that one. Yeah, like legit, like the best TV constantly, like you were saying a while ago, is constantly upgrading, (laughs) staying on top of the line. But man... A true good system, sound system, is, is truly key. Along you need with that a good visual. sound system for a nerd room. Right. One that vibrates. Almost like a 4D system. Mm-hmm. The one, or is it 3D system? Um, yeah. Yeah, it's 3D where you can actually feel the movement. No, mm-hmm. 4D. That's so 4D. you can get like the smell, you can get the movements, you can get yeah. the sounds. like The full. spray of water. Yeah. You're in it. Yep. NBA jams? Yeah, oh. Br- uh, Blake. Uh, Brittany, what's your number two? My number two is just a constantly upgrading PC. One that upgrades itself to the newest stuff. I don't have to pay for it because uh, nobody wants to pay for that crap. But a constantly upgrading high power PC where I could wow if I want it. I can play any MMO. I can play any RPG, whatever the crap. Probably won't. But I want to have that as an option. I like it. I like it. Mm-hmm. Nice, Deontay, nice. what's your number two? I want a studio like this. There you yeah? go. Yeah, in your ner- in your nerd cave. I sure do. Yeah, it's a nice studio, isn't it? It's really, it really is. The house that built, Blake built. Yeah. <laughs> and you have you have my baby up here too. Yeah, so. I've had that dude for about six years. Yeah. Yeah, look at that. I want I want mine to look exactly like that. Heather, what's in chat? <laughs> Mike Casey's number two is a couch that has a questionable scent, but also got it for $30 on Marketplace. I love so, you, Mike. whatever. I love you. You are my favorite human right now. Oh, my God. Nick Beck's number two is a taxidermied kitty pride. No. No. Stop it. Stop it, Nick. You're going to uh, go in timeout. What if it was taxidermied in, like, phasing mode and you just couldn't touch her? Is that... Invisible. Like, but she doesn't go invisible. I know. But, you, like, well, phase through it her. kind of looks like she's invisible when she's going through. So mm. technically, if you're phasing through, you can almost like blank out your existent mid-phase. So there's only like, there's no middle part, but there's two side parts. <laughs> 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 you just put it wherever you want it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
Taylor Burton's number two is Danny Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this episode went a very different way than it played out in my head. I just want you to know this. Yeah. I, it, I saw it all. Uh, they heard Nerd Dungeon, and I think they just heard Dungeon. <laughs> I mean, I think, there is I that think, new Netflix series. I think Miles is not necessarily a nerd dungeon. It's a it's a sex dungeon. But they have the new Netflix series. Oh, go ahead, Let's go ahead. Miles number two would be a it's Danny rough. Stewart sex doll. <laughs> My wife has one of those. <laughs> <laughs> Just have to ask if you can borrow hers <laughs> for the right price. Um, Everything's for sale for the right price. And One dollar. Bin's number two is a massive fireplace for mm. fires. No. Oh, yeah. Bear skin rug in front and, of it. And brooding. Mm. Yep. Wookie. Got uh, those two chairs from Witcher. My number two, and this one kind of plays off Blake's number four, I think, but would be an actual functioning Gundam that I could jump in and, and mm. uh, you know, head out Men with. Men and their robots overcompensate. Yeah, I love a giant <laughs> robo suit. You would love a giant robot suit. Overcompensating. I would for rather what? just my powers be within me. Not necessarily within a suit that I have to get into. Yeah, but they're giant. Exactly. So cool. If you're smaller, look at Ant Man. Like if you're flies smaller, like you can a get jet. It has a sword. Are you excited for the new Gundam series? Yeah. Mercury Witch, I think, is the name. I of love it. Gundam. I know. Same. Even Represent. the like Chibi Gundam series they put out, I was Those are cute. I enjoyed that too. Mm-hmm. I love everything Chibi. Blake, would you like to give us your number one? Very good about pulling out when I need to. Blake, your number one, please. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh shit! Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so number one thing I would want hanging on my wall is a giant uh, autographed Stanley picture of by Stanley, which I still plan on getting because oh Thor that was at Comic Con, mm. he still has that same picture autographed, and I'll tell you what. Eventually, I will have that, but that, that's my number one is having Stanley's autograph on something in, yeah. in their dungeon. Now oh, that you brought cool. him up, there's going to be a taxidermy version of him oh, somewhere God. in the comments. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. It's going to happen. Well, see my Carrie Fisher comment. Yeah. Uh, Brittany, Still need an apology <laughs> what's your for that? number one? See, you went simple with just the PS systems. I want all the gaming consoles that are constantly upgrading because I love the Switch because I'm a Pokemon girl. Uh-huh. You're going to lose me in November for a couple weeks once that new game comes out. Um, also, PSA Nintendo, I need to know the difference between the two dang games other than Professors. Just letting you know. Just putting that out into the universe. If you're watching this, Nintendo, please DM me the information so I can figure out which one to buy. Um, but I need that. I need the new Xboxes, uh, mostly the Xbox. PlayStation, so for those one-off games that I don't want to play on the PC because those are all going PC now. Mm-hmm. No much PlayStation exclusivity anymore. Um, yeah, that's what I need. I need constant grading gaming consoles. Yeah, that's totally cool. I think that's uh, the great idea. Um, I wouldn't... like. I've just never had an urge to own an Xbox, but I guess if I had one, I'd probably play it. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Like, you would check out Halo, which... Their co-op is being dropped, and I'm super excited. Yeah. I played Halo 2 for a minute, but I just I was never that into it. But I mean, I played the first Destiny, and I have, I have Destiny 2. Mm-hmm. 
we should probably play that sometime. Yeah. yeah. I know we talked about... Uh, so there's, I think, three max to a fire team. So I think yeah. we talked about you, myself, and Taylor, or you, myself, and Ben. Yeah. Making a fire Be team. Be a good time. Be a good time. Deontay, you're guy. number one. I kind of want to match your uh, Gundam with okay. a Megazord. Oh. Ooh. I like that. See, that's a good, like, we could fight. We could just, like, destroy small cities or large cities in our Gundam slash Megazord fights. That would be a great team up. Which Megazord would you have? Um, I would say the di- the Dino. I cannot remember the the full name of that, but like the Dino Thunder Megazord. Dino Thunder. Okay. I th- I think I'd go with the uh, the Samurai Zord from when they were ninjas, <sighs> and then they had the one that was I, a samurai. I love the OG one. Yeah, for real. The OG was great too. Mm, dinosaurs. OG. Tight. First movie. Tight. 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 Mm-hmm. Other yeah. than that, I don't think I really First watched. First movie with yeah. Ivan Ooze? Mm-hmm. That one's like, the Megazord's like weird because it, it's not in the individual pieces. It like smushes all together. You know what I mean? Like, I like It's not like things. one arm's Why do you a think I'm here? different robot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> cool. Heather, what we got in chat? You can't say it because it isn't weird. Nick Beck's number one is Han Solo and Carbonite. Oh, yeah. Legit. Harrison Ford and Carbonite. Yeah. That'd be great. That's mm. just mean. You can uncarbonite him. And just well, have I mean, Harrison Ford. But you could keep him that way for a long, 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 <laughs> long time. And you could love this him forever weird. and ever and ever. You could let him out to <laughs> make... getting very Elmira situation You could let here. him out to make a new Indiana Jones movie and then put him back in Carbonite <laughs> so he never ages. So he's like so the winter so- your own personal Winter Soldier. Indy stays young forever. Yeah. No. He goes voluntarily. Vetoing all of what just <laughs> happened. <laughs> all of it's mean. Right. Mike Casey's number one is a place where I can smoke cigars until my skin turns more leathery than all the taxidermied characters in Nick's list. My, Mike, I would love to hang out with you in this cigar <laughs> tanning spot. Taylor's number one is Jarvis AI. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah. A Jarvis AI in your house. Have they come out with like an Alexa or Google house? Home or anything no. like that? that no, they uses haven't. Jarvis's voice. Every about two weeks, I Google and try to find out because <laughs> I'm waiting for it to come out because I am buying it. Yeah. I don't give anything here. Paul Bettany's voice called me sir every day in my house. Oh, well, like, all I think of oh, is Disney's smart house that like just starts yeah. taking over everything and just trying to decide what's healthy for you and not. That's all I think of throughout the entire season. Well, like, I know you have Master Chief's voice on your GPS. Yes, and, I do. Like, it tells me be, all the time. Yeah, it would just be so cool to have that. Not Master Chief, but um, yeah, amazing. Jordan. It actually has the voice actor from that, so it's actually Master Chief that's telling you, like, "Police are ahead." Did you call for backup? Yeah, um, it'll straight until you be like, uh, "What do you say?" Uh, traffic light cameras ahead. Yeah, and I'm like, it breaks down yeah. all of it because of Waze hashtag. We need a sponsor. Waze, if you're watching this, totally sponsor yeah. me. I use your shiz all the time. It's like a she mini does. game. She she pushes ways. I do hard. It's like now, social now what, media meets. Have you tried Google. the ways Morgan Freeman? Yes, I had oh that. I, I had love the um, voice. so I had that one. So I sweet. had the boy band one. So when it would tell you to turn right, it'd be like turn right, and it would like sing to you as you're turning directions. But now I have like the warthog on there that is like telling me where to go and all this stuff, and it's amazing. That's cool. Ways that out. makes me think about Corvana. Oh, oh yeah. 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 I would totally have Cortana, but mm-hmm. that's what Microsoft uses in general. Mal's number one is a bed. Okay. 
There mini couch can that, turn into a I'm bed. I'm assuming that bed is to put all these sex dolls on. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. California and, King. And yeah, uh, Paul Bettany is married to Jennifer Connelly, and Jennifer Connelly was Betty Ross in yeah. the first, uh, first the, Hulk. Yeah, the Hulk film. Did you see his? Never mind. The thing where his kids like made fun of him for being like Vision. They were trying to like Disney Plus account. They picked any character but him to actually have <laughs> as his main. That's funny. Wow. They That's were like shit making my kids fun of do. him. <laughs> and Ben's number one is a huge, perfect T-Rex fossil. Just Aww. a casual eight mil. It, 80 <laughs> mil. That would look good in my bat cave. Well, right next to a giant penny. Still going back to earlier right conversation. Right sure. secret door. Yeah, just <laughs> past my secret door. <laughs> That's what we were laughing about earlier. Yes. You finally caught up to that one? No, I I got it when you guys did it. I just don't get what's so funny about it. If it's supposed to be like a, a joke for my a-hole, I just I think it could have been done better. Uh, I so I have a 1A and a 1B. Uh, my 1A would be the master sword. Uh, you would like come down the stairs into my man cave and it would just be there ready to be pulled from the stone. Um, and my 1B, and I think that Ben would appreciate this and probably come over and hang out with me and watch it, uh, would be the She-Hulk box set. Uh, I absolutely have to have that in any nerd cave. Uh, I couldn't imagine not having it. Um, hopefully they put out something with a lot of uh, extra material and possibly like a blooper scene. Yeah, like the bloopers and like extended cut and like the um, audio tracks with like a commentary from the creators and the actors. And I just I in need special, more in the special Cardi B soundtrack made with She-Hulk. Yeah. If it could be like uh, so mean, like the Lord of the oh, Rings extended so editions, mean. where the movie's four hours, but there's also twelve hours of supplemental material on every <laughs> every extended edition, ben, that I'll would be make me so Studio happy. Ghibli in mine, so you can just come to my lady cave. My that my heart would be worse. so happy. That sounds really bad too. It does sound bad. I take Get, I don't yeah, know. take him to your lady cave, Britt. Mm. <laughs> is there any All secret door on that? <laughs> And with that, that is our top five, and we are out. So that is us Deuces. for top five this week. <laughs> so next week for top five, we are doing top five live action, or top five characters from comics, cartoons, uh, whatever that have not gotten the live action treatment that you would anything. like to see. Yeah, it could be yeah. an anime, it could be a game, anything. Perfect. So we will see you with your top fives on that next week. Uh, this week, uh, you guys ready to uh, answer 20 questions? Yeah. Let's do Interabang! <laughs> Uh-oh. So we need to set the rules beforehand. Interabang! Mm -hmm. So it's the 20 questions. <laughs> and So you guys get 20 questions. Chat doesn't end. count. The unless chat questions don't count unless you ask them. Okay. Um, and you're just answering yes the, or no. Yes, I only answer yes or no questions. It is not a uh, unknown character. Mm -mm. It is. It is uh, a, something a that popular is, character. Yes. Yes. You can use. Um, I didn't bring a pen in with me. You can use that. You're good. Awesome. I don't know what great. you would need to write down. Oh. Blake He's wants to track right, answers. Yeah, all the answers. Which cool. it works because I'll ask later. 
Cool. So who wants to kick us off with the first question? 20 questions, and then you have to guess who the character I am talking about is. Okay, pause before we do this. Okay. Are we specifically doing, because I know I teased you earlier about doing things from anime, games, all of that. Is it broad scale it could be anything? Or are you specifically sticking with comic books? I feel like that would be one of your 20 questions. No, oh, because man. we're setting the ground rules for the it. actual game. We're setting the ground rules for the actual game. Any characters ever existed. Why are you not helping the situation? Wouldn't <clears throat> that be your first question? No. It could... It because can, I have a different first question based off of how he responds to the ground rules. It is comic book based. Thank you. Question one. Okay. No, it's not question one. <laughs> that is ground rules. <laughs> Why are you trying to screw us over, Blake? This is a superhero 20 questions. Thank you. It is superheroes. Is this Marvel? No. Is this DC? That's two questions. Exactly. That's fine. Yes. Okay. How many questions are you going to ask in a row? Don't we take turns? Yeah. I don't. Start asking <laughs> your questions. Take, take turns. Like that wasn't going to be the first two questions that were asked anyway. Is this character a male? Yes. Does this character change oh. gender? You should ask. No. Does is this person is this character cosmic? Mm, that's a hard one to answer. Is it of the earth? Is it above? <sighs> that goes into like the whole I'm gonna say yes. thing as far cosmic. as like. So remember this now. It's cosmic, but apparently it's on earth a lot. Otherwise, he wouldn't have had to think about that. Mm. So it's female. Okay. I already re-asked mine, so you can go to yours. Oh. Do they fly? Yes. Is this person a Why mutant? did you mark female? I, 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 I took one of... Uh, he said male. Clues. Yeah, oh. male. I thought you said no male. No, he said it's a male. And then the next question was yours. You said, does it change gender? Oh, because he like, stumbled for a minute when he said male, and I thought it was going to be another like transformative character that can oh, go no, back no, and it's forth. it's a male. Your turn. Is this character part of a larger superhero team? Yes. Taylor has oh, a question if you got that question right or not. You know what? Just because it's Taylor. Does they have blue on their suit? Yes. Have we seen this character in any of the MCU? It's a DC, DC character. Or DC, like any of the DCEU. No. Wait, it wasn't your turn. <laughs> Deontay, you got any questions? Uh, He's asking the questions. <laughs> um, I'm kind of stumped, actually. All right. Do they have a cape? Yes. Do they have a sidekick? No. Taylor has another question. Is this character a villain? Yes. I'm out of my, my realm of knowledge, DC. 
Uh. It's so hard to pick up the phone and just Google. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so this has to be yes or no questions? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> then it's DC. Is this superhero or villain? Taylor has another question. Does he have red eyes? <laughs> Where are you going, Taylor? No. That was not confident. Someone put maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I have a guess. I have a guess. It'll just be one of your twenty questions. Do what? It will just be one of your twenty questions. Well, it's not my turn yet, so. <laughs> We're at uh, fourteen Here's... questions. Uh, can this character do magic? No. That's the fourteenth question, right? That's the fifteenth. Hey. Written down every. I've marked one for every one, and that was the fifteenth mark. Hmm. I'll probably forgot one. Yeah, I feel like you missed one. That's fifteen questions, Taylor. Nick has a question up. So, I'm trying to phrase this question that gets answered as a yes or no, and I don't get yelled at. Um, is this villain? Okay, so this. I'm looking at your thing. So this male, we said it couldn't fly. I'm just, I'm not asking questions. Mm -hmm. I am confirming answers. Can't fly. Or no, he does fly. He, he can fly. He does fly. He does, he's got a cape. He's a villain. No sidekick. Part of a bigger team. Doesn't have magic. So does this villain take place in the, I guess, I'm trying to figure out what the phrasing would be. So you correct me if my phrasing is off. As far as like current time frame, like Justice League would be current time frame with like Superman, Wonder Woman, mm -hmm. not the future one that has like Supergirl in it, or not the previous one that has like the Justice Society. I'm talking like Justice League villain. Okay, main main DC universe. Yes. Okay. Is he a villain to that main DC universe? Yes. Okay. Bizarro doesn't have a cape. That's what I was getting ready to say was Bizarro. Doesn't have a cape. Did you say it had a cape? It has a cape, right? has a cape. Mm. Is it Bizarro? Biz Bizarro. It is? Does that have yes. one? Nice. Yeah, that he does have a question. cape. Nice. Like, yes. It's Bizarro. Nice. You guys got that in 17 questions. Go, Mal. Go, Mal. Oh. I wish I would cut you all off now, because that's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, it was Bizarro. Uh, Bizarro is cosmic. He can fly through space. He has been to other worlds. He's part of an expanded team. He was part of Red Hood and the Outlaws. Yes. Uh, the Outlaws are anti-heroes. So anti-heroes is not a villain. The, hey, it's the, a, it's the a, Outlaws are anti-heroes, but historically, for more of his time, Bizarro's been a villain than an anti-hero. Yep. Uh, so I would say when you asked that question, it was kind of hard to answer, but he's definitely been a villain more than a hero. Um, For sure. Let's see. What else do we have? All the other yeah, ones he answered pretty straight. Mag yeah, because uh, he doesn't have red magic. eyes. He has the same color eyes as Superman. Uh, does cold instead of heat. Yep. So, yeah, he does. He has heat, breath, and cold vision. Uh, let's see. Male, no gender That's where change. I thought you were heading, Taylor, but I was... Blue on their suit, definitely. The uh, cape. Hasn't been in the DCEU. 
Uh, no sidekick. I don't believe so. I couldn't think of anybody think that so. he's had a sidekick. No, he doesn't of. have a sidekick. Uh, and no, no magic because that's one of Superman's only weaknesses. Does that mean Bizarro's doesn't that, that have that weakness thing. since he's the opposite of Superman? No, he's weak to magic. Is he still? Yeah. I couldn't remember. I don't know much about Bizarro. But that's why uh, in Taylor my Burton head he Lobo didn't have a would have been a good one too. For sure. But you, yeah, you were definitely leaning towards the uh, Go, Mal. Bizarro questions. That was a good character you picked. Yeah. Thanks. I appreciate that. That's, it was good. That's that's two out of three that you guys don't feel like was bullshit, so that's good. And uh, <laughs> just to be clear. I wasn't here for the first he- one. So. Heather, would you I like can't... to hold up the, she had the answer. Ben's guess was kid. Oh Correct. My God. Very nice. There. Yeah. Thank you. This is great. Yeah. I know. i holding this accountability. Feels, this completely feels like fair play now. Yeah. It was fair oh, play every play. time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just messing All with right. Yeah. Well, that was kind great. Of. That was fun. Uh, so, guys, do we have anything else we wanted to throw at the folks? No, no. I mean, just another shout out to uh, Comic Con uh, this past weekend. Okay, Dude, it, yeah. it was it was phenomenal. It was great. We got to meet the cast of Ruby, three out of four, and uh, Ming Chin was there, and uh, Nakia Baris was yep. an absolute darling. Yes. She is one of the nicest people I've yes. ever met. One of the nicest celebrities I've ever been in the room with at a con to. She didn't want anything out of anyone. She was just there to have a good time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, usually everybody's angling towards some way to make money out of the con, but she was, that was not the case with her. Um, uh, if you are a fan of, uh, of our show or the things that we create, we have some extra content that goes up on our Patreon. Uh, you can, uh, Subscribe to our Patreon at the one, three, or five dollar levels, like our good friends Taylor Burton, Michael Casey, and Keaton New, uh, all on the shout out level. Um, if you are interested in our website or our merch page, uh, you can find that in the show notes as well as links to all of our sponsors. If you would like to ask us a question directly, go to comicallyinclined.com and go to our contact us form, and we will field your question on the air. Um, also, however you're consuming this media, please leave us a, a positive rating, whatever that is. Thumbs up, five stars, uh, you know, sh- shine a silver plate until you can see your reflection in it and then sacrifice a goat under the full moon. Any of those things, <laughs> as long as they're done in our name. Uh, the Shepherd and the Horn Girl by Brianna Bright is now available on Amazon.com as well as Fireball Teen Superhero by Rose Roach. Uh, Rose's book, Fireball Teen Superhero, will be coming out under CI Press uh, in the next month or so. So look for that. Uh, and we'll probably have to have Rose on the show again. Oh, definitely. Uh, in the meantime, I'd like to say thank you to all of our sponsors. Uh, Ken's Comic Man out of Poplar Bluff, Missouri. You guys are incredible, and we appreciate everything you do for the Nerd Society. Uh, Perkins Performance does all of our vinyl work and creates stickers for us and all sorts of fun stuff. Picture What Designs designed our show. Uh, so if you think that looks great like all of us do, uh, they were the ones who did it. Check them out on Facebook. Monster Tattoo, uh, Aaron Thurman, good friend of the show and the art- artist behind Arquitos the Spearman original comic. Lennox and Jude Photography, an incredible photography studio out of Sykeston, Missouri, and Blake Hickman Construction. We are literally in the house that Blake built. Um, they do great work. Um, get a hold of them for all of your remodels and construction needs. Uh, and the Rock and Roll Drive-In out of Chaffee, Missouri. Uh, they have a great setup down there, and it's a great place to go see a movie. Uh, and uh, have a good time. Take the family. Uh, for everyone here at Comically Inclined, actually, Deontay, you want to uh, talk about Saturday Night Nerds one more time before we head out? Yeah. 
Oh, uh, definitely. Thank you for having me on your show, uh, Saturday Night Nerds. You can find us at facebook.com slash Saturday Night Nerds SNM. Uh, you can also check out our podcast as well uh, on YouTube, Twitch, and we also have Patreon. Um, and I have a brother that does the show with me is Emperor King Will. Uh, he, we have a couple other veterans that host with us as well. And uh, we go live on Saturday nights, usually around 6.30 or 7. And uh, we, we have usually special guests come through and talk. Uh, but Comically Inclined is, is more than welcome to stop by for the show. Yeah. Uh, we go off a of stream yard. And uh, we would love to have you guys out on on our end too. Just absolutely, yeah. Talk We'd love to be. Stuff. Yeah, that sounds like a good time. Well, from everyone here at Comically Inclined, we'll catch you guys later.